Hey friends, welcome to It's All In My Head, where I talk to people about their experiences with mental health in a real, raw, and vulnerable way. I'm here to share stories that connect us to others in the way that mental health shows up for us, the challenges that we face, the stuff that gets us through, and perhaps most importantly, how we remain resilient. I'm your host, Joel Kaskinen. celebrate World Mental Health Day, I'm releasing my first full episode. Today I will be sharing my own mental health story. Let's get into it. I've lived with mental health challenges for as long as I can remember, but for a long time I didn't have the language or understanding to put what I was feeling into words or to label it as mental health stuff. From seasonal affective disorder to disordered eating habits and body image issues, from anxiety and depression to grief and PTSD, and most recently, being a survivor of suicide loss, I run the gamut when it comes to facing mental health challenges. I started It's All in My Head as a way to heal from my own trauma as I process my emotions and feelings and connect with others over their stories and experiences with mental health. For me, this stuff is all-consuming. I believe it is for many of us who struggle with mental health challenges which is why I want to bring people together and share stories. I want to focus on what gets us through, how we remain resilient, and grow through our shit. With that in mind, I can't expect my guests to share their stories without first sharing mine. So here we go. I'll start with seasonal affective disorder because it's the thing that I've experienced the longest. I grew up in Northern Michigan. Anyone from the North knows how brutal the winters are. If you've never experienced a harsh winter, I promise you, you're lucky and probably don't want to. For me, I struggle with the cold, the darkness, staying inside more often. I feel really low energy for much of the winter months and I don't have the normal pep in my step the way that I do the rest of the year. I feel lethargic and slow. I feel sad. I've experienced this for as long as I can remember, and I still don't really know how to cope with it. Next, I want to talk about my relationship with food and eating and my body. This started in high school when I was running cross country and track. I felt immense pressure to be the best because that's the culture that my high school had. We have an elite cross country and track team that has been recognized at the state level forever. Because of this legacy, I have always felt like I had to be the best, but I never was and I never will be. In high school, I was all of 90 pounds and I was five foot something. Well, really probably five foot nothing. I couldn't compete with those that had hit their growth spurts already. Those who puberty did wonders for and who bulked up and had muscle to help them out. I was tiny and I couldn't perform at the same caliber as those who were bigger than me. I remember eating everything in sight, trying to gain weight and muscle. I remember drinking those instant powdered milkshakes. I remember counting calories, but in the opposite way from how most people count calories. I remember thinking bigger is better, but when bigger never came, I settled into my small body and decided to embrace it. I liked being this tiny little runner boy who was 90 pounds, and I remember thinking that I was going to prove everyone wrong, and I was going to be a great runner despite my size. I started training for half marathons and marathons, 
and I had this mindset of doing this just to prove to everyone that I could. It was during my marathon training that I really fell into disordered eating habits and struggling with my body image. I tried to limit what I was eating and became very restricted in order to be the best for my marathon training. I became a vegetarian and as close to plant-based as I could. I thought this was healthy. I still think this is healthy, but the way that I was doing it wasn't. I was obsessing over eating and running. I lived in this pattern for about three years or so. Then when I moved to South Dakota for grad school, maintaining a vegetarian lifestyle wasn't an option. I started eating meat again and I stopped running as much. I started drinking more than I'd ever drank in my life and I loved going out for pitchers and popcorn and wings with my friends. We did this all the time. I was no longer my 90 pound self and the eating and drinking habits made me feel very unhealthy, but I kept at it because that's what everyone else was doing. When I moved to Colorado, it was the first time I ever really felt like I could put my disordered eating habits into a word or a category that I understood. I was at a social gathering with a bunch of colleagues. One of my colleagues' young children commented on how I was only eating broccoli and cheese and how it wasn't very healthy. At that moment, I realized this issue was much more problematic than I had ever allowed myself to believe that it was. I'd admitted to one of my close friends and coworkers that I suffer from pretty severe disordered eating habits and that I had never spoken about it before, nor did I know how to. She's been immensely supportive of that journey for me. As I've explored this pattern a bit more, I realized that my eating habits in relationship to food and my body are the result of years of anxiety. But since I couldn't grasp onto the concept of anxiety, I could never put this into words for myself. Now, I've fully accepted that I have anxiety. In the past few years, my anxiety has gotten much more intense. Through a high intensity job, living where I work, responding to incidents that no young people should ever have to respond to, and dealing with great loss, I've settled into this new anxious way of life. I, it wasn't until I responded to a student suicide on campus earlier this year that I really started experiencing depression, at least not that I could explain and rationalize outside of seasonal affective disorder. But in the days and the weeks after this traumatic experience, I sank into darkness that I now know as depression. I've been living there since that day and my grief and PTSD elevate my depression and anxiety. It got so bad that my migraines started spiking. I've lived with chronic migraines since I was a baby, but I've learned to regulate them over the years. When my migraines started to spike, I knew it was time to make a change. I asked my therapist about starting medication. It's now been almost three months since Alex's suicide and I have learned to live with anxiety, depression, PTSD, disordered eating. As October turns into fall and winter, I do however worry that I will struggle more greatly because I will have to endure my seasonal affective disorder on top of all of the other stuff that I'm currently working through. I worry that the year anniversary of Jared's suicide will negatively impact my health. It's election season, which also has me very anxious. Embracing myself for the hard times that I believe are coming. I hope that it's all in my head will help me process all of this in a way that is healing and fun. I'm going to end each episode asking my guests what Sisu means to them. Sisu is the Finnish word that translates in English to determination, guts, tenacity, bravery, grit, and resilience. It's often printed on stickers and keychains as part of the phrase got Sisu and as a sentiment to how the Finns live. Today, I'd like to share what Sisu means to me. I grew up learning this word because my family is pretty in touch with our Finnish roots. 
I latched onto this concept at a very young age and have kept it with me since. It's my constant reminder that we're all fighters. We all have grit and we can all make it through life's toughest battles. Regarding my own mental health, resilience is the thing that I hold on to most. Thanks so much for listening. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to podcasts. If you'd like to connect with me, you can email me at itsallinmyhead.show at gmail.com, add me on Instagram at itsallinmyhead.show, or connect with me on Twitter at allinmyheadshow.